Welcome to Reprogram Your Health, where we explore new ideas in health that change how you think and empower you to be your best. I'm your host, Erica Flint. I'm a board-certified hypnotherapist, and I practice in Bellingham, Washington, and across the nation. In my years of studying the mind, it's become clear that there are many roads that lead to the same destination. And for many of us, that destination is health and well-being. This show explores attitudes, philosophies, and techniques that are helping others toward those goals. And maybe in new and surprising ways, which often means we are breaking the paradigm, challenging common beliefs, and introducing new ways of thinking about things to get actual results. Today's show is how to feel good again using principles of functional medicine. And our guest expert today is Dr. Linda Goggin, better known as Sunny to friends and patients alike. She's authored a new book that will be out soon called Feel Good Again, the game-changing guide to creating wellness, energy, and joy using functional medicine principles. Welcome to the show, Dr. Goggin or Sunny. Oh, please call me Sunny. (laughs) Thank you so much. Lovely to be here. Oh, it's wonderful to have you. And I was really excited when we first met. You told me you were a functional medicine doctor. And I thought, what in the world is that? So why don't you tell our listeners, what is functional medicine? Medicine with a new twist, yes. I have been doing this now for a few years, and it has totally changed my practice of medicine. Functional medicine helps a person look at the way they're feeling and try and identify the root cause. What's underneath all the symptoms? The way that I'm approaching patients now in a different way is we begin with a long history, starting all the way back from the moment they were born, and look at the symptoms throughout their life and try and see if we can identify factors that can remove the symptoms instead of covering up the symptoms. That sounds a little bit different than your kind of common 15-minute doctor visit that I think we're all hearing about, right? You go to the doctor and they have 15 right. minutes with you. So this sounds a little bit different. Is that true? Right. Yes. And, and that's how my life was before. I was super busy. I would have you know, 20 minutes to talk with a person mm-hmm. and there was no time to really get to know them and and they wanted treatment for symptoms and things that were bothering them and so I tended to give them symptomatic treatment and really those symptoms are the way our body is speaking to us about what is wrong and if you cover those symptoms just with you know the anti-nausea medicine or the pain medication without looking at what's causing them the root cause your body can't talk to you anymore so um, it's trying to listen to people's body and uh, then, you know, we, we say, well, maybe a person needs more of this or less of that, better lifestyle management, better sleep, better stress management. And we try and focus on that. So it's really more lifestyle medicine. Mm, I love that. So you're, you're really trying to treat the root cause rather than just treating a symptom. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I can understand where if you just keep on covering up the symptom, uh, the root cause is I guess is going to come out in some other way, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, well, and then usually the, it's some kind of thing we're doing in our life that's propagating and making it worse, and, and it, it tends to blossom and extend to other body systems, particularly when we're talking about food we're eating. If we're eating things that really aren't serving our body well or giving us the nutrients we need, people can have lots of symptoms and not be able to find the cause by basic lab work. Okay. 
So what is the process like for uh, for patients? Are they coming in? Uh, it's not 15 minutes, right? It, how long right. is it? Yeah. Right. Generally, my first visits are always at least an hour, generally about an hour and a half. Um, we do a long history. Patients fill out forms uh, before they come, so I try and know them actually before they even come in and a lot about their life. And then we look closely at what they're eating, what they're doing, what their habits are, really all the elements that make up their life and do some different lab testing. Before, you know, I'd have a client come to me and they'd feel very uncomfortable and the basic lab tests that I would order would be normal. And I'd sort of have to say something like, well, you know, you can exercise a little more and eat right. And it was very unsatisfying because people left and said, well, you know, it's just hard to put those things into motion. And, and really, it's just not as useful as really figuring out if someone has uh, a vitamin deficiency or someone has mold exposure, these other kinds of things that you can identify when you dig a little bit deeper. First, we would do basic lab tests and then um, nutritional evaluation um, usually has a stool panel involved. I also like to use genetics. It's a new area that can really augment the physician's ability to look at a person and understand what's happening biochemically. I use a a lab and, and people will get their whole genome and then we run it through a few programs to identify if there is some special need that they have for a nutrient or there's some part of their enzyme system that's not going to function well with the medications that they're taking. So it makes it really personalized. Wow, that's fascinating. So when you do the genome testing, you've got the DNA sequence, is that right, for that particular mm-hmm. individual? Yeah, it's fascinating. Okay, so and then based on what we know about other people that have that same type of situation now we can identify what issues they may or may not have is that kind of the idea right well and you know we don't focus on the um, genes for the big diseases it is more about the the small variations and we call them SNPs and that stands for single nucleotide polymorphisms that create small changes in how enzymes function. And there's a certain number, it's not too big a number, of SNPs that we've identified that you can influence through nutrition. So you can say, well, this person really might need this kind of B12, and it can change their life. If someone has identified SNPs that we can affect by sort of pushing the system a little bit, it can really help, help them immensely. That's really fascinating. So tell me real quick what an enzyme is for our listeners. Okay, so back to chemistry, everybody. Enzymes drive chemical reactions. If you remember, you have uh, the substrates that go into a reaction and the products that are created. Enzymes make reactions go faster or slower, depending on what their purpose is. So in your body, you have millions of enzymes that are working right now, and you want them all to be functioning well. When we look at these SNPs, we can identify if you have a genetic predisposition to having some slow-running enzymes. And then, just like back in chemistry lab, you can push a reaction some by adding more of the things that you need to make the reaction run. So that's, that's the basic idea. 
Is it kind of like a catalyst? That's what's coming yeah, to my exactly. mind. Exactly. Okay. Yes, exactly. Oh, very good. All right. So are there some things that uh, I think our listeners might be really curious to know um, if there's something in particular that you've noticed uh, doing some of this uh, genome or DNA testing that comes up, like maybe they're not, uh, maybe they don't have enough energy or maybe they're not sleeping well or what, what kind of things are indicative of, of this type of testing that would be helpful for people? It tends to be the people who oftentimes have been to several doctors and mm-hmm. don't feel good. They still have headaches, joint aches, muscle aches, just feeling bad all over. And their doctor said, you know, I can't really help you a lot. Those folks many times have some of these uh, issues with enzymes that really there's treatment for. This is also an area that's difficult as a busy physician to work into your practice. So um, conventional physicians who are seeing people every 10, 20 minutes um, and then come home after a long day of work, they really haven't had time to look into a whole new field of study, which is, I mean, it, it takes a lot, of, a lot of study to understand how you can use this information and work it into your practice. That's why this is something I've now, that I've slowed down my practice. I'm mm-hmm. able to take the time to really learn about this, this contrib- these contributing factors. So Okay, very good. And, you know, you use the word conventional, so I have to ask, where does functional medicine fit in the spectrum of conventional Uh, and alternative medicine. So where is it along that spectrum? Functional medicine is something that can be practiced by a lot of different types of practitioners. Um, I'm a medical doctor. There are plenty of MDs, DOs, naturopaths, chiropractors. Um, So many different kinds of health providers can embrace functional medicine trying to get to the root cause. People bring to it their own flavor. So I kind of, I'm an integrative physician, but I have my long background of conventional medicine. So I I have my particular uh, microscope that I put people under. Uh, But different people, we all come with our own perspectives. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Sunny. And we're going to be back in just a moment. We're going to take a break. And I'm going to ask Sunny if she can give us some of the principles of functional medicine for our listeners. We'll be right back. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Reprogram Your Health on KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, and around the world on KMRE.org. New ideas in health that change how you think and empower you to be your best. I'm your host, Erica Flint. And today's guest is Dr. Sunny Goggin, and we're talking about how to feel good again using principles of functional medicine. All right, so Sunny, you recently wrote a book that's going to be out pretty soon. I am super excited to read it. It's called Feel Good Again, the game-changing guide to creating wellness, energy, and joy using functional medicine principles. So tell us, why did you write the book? Well, I wrote the book because I was finding my clients were coming in, and they were doing all the right things for a short period of time. They might have uh, been trying to change their habits, trying to change what they're eating, and they'd sort of bump into this big wall and, uh, and start to r- grab their old habits and do them again. So, so this was really about how can I help people stay on the path and give them ideas about permanent health care, permanent change, you know, really taking your habits and making it the new you and making it stay with you. And then 
then taking that new you and visioning the next new you. And, you know, so we keep like sort of cycling upward. Right, yeah. right. And so that keeps people motivated, doesn't it? Like right. when you constantly <laughs> see that kind of carrot or the next mountaintop in front of you, that keeps people highly motivated. Of course, as a hypnotist, this is highly interesting to me. <laughs> um, and I like to help uh, people change their habits. And so one of the things that works for me is just that I've talked about it before, incremental success is the little things that we can do every day. But, you know, on the break, we were talking a little bit about how you talk about in this book, some very, very interesting ways that you help your patients change in this book. So why don't you tell everybody about that? Well, it, we really are talking about habit change. And it's funny, I think we're on the same wavelength there. It's not something that requires a physician. It's not something, it's something that we can empower the world to go and, uh, you know, look into how do you really do deep habit change. And so I think deep habit change requires several things. A good reason why. I mean, a very powerful reason why. So you have to look deep in your heart to figure out what's the motivating factor. Accountability is another thing I think is critical um, in some form, whether it's a friend or a group or, you know, a journal, but some kind of accountability. And then the final and most important factor, it's got to be fun. So if somebody tells a person to do something, they might do it for a little while, but unless they have a great reason why and it's fun and enjoyable, they will stop doing it. So that's, that's part of the book was meant to create a, a path where it could be fun and really, really people can deeply ingrain new habits. Right. And I really love how you are reinforcing the concept of you really have to find your why. And it must be yours. It can't be something that your spouse wants you to do or your employer or your mm -hmm. friend or your sister. Yeah. You have to find your own way of doing this, this intrinsic reason that is part of who you are, not for anybody else. A lot of times I see um, in some of my clients uh, a struggle between what they believe society should be telling them to do, what they believe their responsibility or their obligations are with regards to who they are and the roles that they are playing in their life and who they really want to be, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it also helps people tap into, well, what does motivate them? Different things motivate different people. You know, some people are externally motivated. And, and you know, I think that you can use, you know, you can use your type in order to help figure out, well, what's going to make me do something? So, but that gets you going. And then the fun part of it, uh, and that's, you know, the, the book touches on this pretty heavily. It's how do we create fun and games and habit change, which, you know, a lot of people are like, fun and games. <laughs> but really, it can be great. And um, there's, you know, I have some thoughts on that. Uh, if you want me Can to you share? Yeah, right. yeah, please. Well, one of the most amazing developments, if anybody enjoys their iPhone or their Android, is a, an app called Habitica. It can take your to-do list and make it into a quest. You can earn badges and armor, and so it's really fun. There's really good data also that suggests if you can take um, some kind of challenge, turn it into a game that that people are going to do better and it'll stick even in healthcare there's now a, there's a, a journal that is dedicated to gaming and health and uh, talking about how um, people can uh, create quests create journeys around their health and really make a big difference in their lives i love that you know one year for the super bowl uh, i was training for 
I don't remember what marathon it was, um, but we made a game out of the Super Bowl. So uh, at every break, every single uh, stop in the game, because you know there's so many stops in a football game, um, I would go outside and run around the block. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so it's little things like that really made that Super Bowl was very memorable, and it was a, it was actually a lot more fun because those games can go on for a really long time. So is that the type of thing that you're talking about? Like these these alternative ways to like have more fun and get our goals done at the same time? Yeah, oh, exactly. That's it. Um, tap into the fun. And then also, how do we lose that sense of wonder and excitement at really simple things that we had when we were children? Um, I think that uh, once you get into that, going to work, getting all your stuff done, that we forget about fun. And so it's like pulling that back into our lives. I think that if people uh, look back in their lives, and that's an exercise we do, is we look back and see what brought you extreme joy. When were you really happy? What were the activities that, that you loved? And then, you know, entertain the idea, well, what, what if we brought some of those back? Yeah, there's lots of ways to incorporate fun into your life, but it could be as simple as something like Habitica, or for my kids, they when they do their homework, we have like a sound effect on the phone that every time they do a problem, they hit the sound effect, and it it's like a little jolt of dopamine. <laughs> you know, kids love to play their games, and, and this made them enjoy doing their homework. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah, so it's something, just a little reward-based type of a thing that mm-hmm. is good uh, for your kids and, and for people in general. So I want to invite our listeners to share with us online. Share what used to bring you so much joy. And, and please include how you might incorporate that in some small way in your life today, because that will be helpful for our other listeners. One thing that I like to think about is what's the next smallest thing that you can do to incorporate that stuff in your life. I love this, uh, Sunny. And one of the things that I'm hearing you kind of the undercurrent of what we're talking about here today is how can we incorporate this into our life every single day, right? So on our to-do list of the day, we may have, you know, go to work, pay some bills, uh, walk the dog, have fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, Have right. some yeah. fun and laugh. And we all know that laughter is really good for us anyway. Um, what else can you tell us about the book? How did, who did you write the book for? Truly, it is written for my clients. Mm-hmm. I There's only so many hours in the day and my schedule is quite busy. And these are things that I would want to sit and explain to everybody. And so those folks now, I'm pretty soon I'll be able to hand them the book. And I'm really excited about that. Uh, but the, the other people I wrote it for was my kids. They're young. I don't think they're going to be reading it next week. But when they're older and they start to have issues, because we all come to times when we want to improve our health, when we're not feeling good. And this is the kind of book that it really is meant to help people feel good again. So I hope that my kids will one day read it and enjoy it. <laughs> oh, I love that. I want to ask you one other question. It's kind of related to this. What can people do if they just feel bad? And their doctor says they are fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a, a, a basic place everybody can start. Physicians will begin with an elimination diet. An elimination diet, uh, there's an excellent book written by one of uh, Bellingham's finest, Tom Maltair, uh, called The Elimination Diet. Uh, and Alyssa Segerston wrote it that together. 
and they have a lot of great recipes. But basically, the idea is if you remove most of the foods that will cause troubles in people for a short period of time, and they, it gets washed out of their system, and then slowly add back one at a time, giving each food like, you know, five days to see if you have symptoms. And those symptoms, not just tummy symptoms, but headache, brain fog, muscle aches, feeling bad, feeling low energy. Mm-hmm. It can be it can be life-changing for some people. So the elimination diet is a great place to start. I love that. It, it sounds like it's requiring some of some people to take a little more personal responsibility, right? You got to be paying attention. It's not the pill, right? It's not yeah. just a pill and make me yeah. feel better. It is, hey, you know, do this. Pay just pay attention. How do you feel, right? This is about awareness mm-hmm. and noticing how it's impacting your body. Very good. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And Dr. Goggin, Sunny, is going to give us some action steps on what we can do right now to start feeling better. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Reprogram Your Health. New ideas in health that change how you think and empower you to be your best. On KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, and around the world on KMRE.org. I'm your host, Erica Flint, and today's guest is Dr. Linda Sunny Goggin. And we're talking about how to feel good again using principles of functional medicine. And Sunny, I'm having such a great time here today learning about functional medicine and, and your new book. But I have another question for you uh, that I like to ask all of our guest experts. What is your definition of health? Oh, great. I love this. You know, my definition of health is waking up and feeling excited to get out of bed and feeling like your body is just vibrant with energy. Um, It is truly about energy and being able to do the things that you want to do enjoying being with the people that bring bring you happiness um so really it's feeling resonance with nature and and just that vibrance in in your soul yeah <laughs> so. oh, i love that i love that the, the energy and just excited right and the ability to do whatever we want right. not feeling held back like oh i can't do that yeah. or i'm too tired or whatever yeah absolutely um another question this is about the action part of the program because I really want our listeners to be able to walk away with something that they can do today. Mm-hmm. What are your top three takeaways, the top three things that you want our listeners to do? Well, I think the best advice that I can give is actually proverbial grandma advice. What would our elders say? And that is eat real food real whole food, stuff that looks like what grew, less processing and what you're putting into your body. Grandma said you need to get good sleep. You need to spend time with with people that lift you up. And uh, it's so important that you look for balance. And when you need to say no, learn to say no. We have to pace ourselves. We're all in this world where we're being pulled. Like It's like we're being pulled along behind a train and we have to take time to breathe and do what what grandma would have said sit on the porch let's swing a little bit and breathe so that's one thing another thing is I think we need to listen to our body's wisdom our bodies talk to us all the time to tell us what we need what we don't need what is good for us and what is bad for us and uh, one key thing to feeling better is listening 
And uh, that's the general functional medicine principle, increasing the good and decreasing the bad, all right? Mm -hmm. So you want to fill your cup up with good, let the bad spill out. Um, And finally, I think that identifying that one little tiny next step that you can take, it doesn't have to be a big step. It could be something as simple as if you're sitting at your desk all day, you just stand up some. Sitting is kind of the new smoking, and we just we need to move more and feel um, the energy flowing through our muscles. And so stand up a little bit, and that's an easy one. Very good. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And if you can't think of anything, just do something different than how you're doing it now. There's a chance that it will be, it'll at least teach you something. And I do have uh, an idea for our listeners next step, because your book is coming out Pretty soon, it's coming out in 2017, the beginning of 2017. So, Sunny, can you tell our listeners where they can uh, find your book? Tell us a little bit more about that. All right. So, yeah, it's going to be available in Kindle edition uh, on January 19th. And, you know, I, uh, this is kind of crazy, but I would invite your listeners, if they can send me uh, an email, I would be happy to offer them a free copy of my book. So my email address is idealhealthbellingham at gmail.com. Oh, Sonny, thank you so much. That's very generous of you to offer our listeners a free copy of your book. But that's what we're all about here. We want everyone to get healthier. We really do. This is, yeah, we're here to uh, make a difference. We are here to uh, provide solutions that get actual results. So thank you so much uh, for being here today, Dr. Goggin. Thank you for writing your book. Thank you for taking the time and effort to ask yourself the why. What, what am I doing here? And th- I know that there was probably some transition there in your career. We didn't get to talk about it today, but you had to ask yourself that why. And that led you to the place that you are now helping even more people with meaningful functional medicine, making a difference here in Bellingham and around the world. So I want to thank you for being with us here today. And thank you. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. I'm Erica Flint. This is Reprogram Your Health on KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, and around the world on KMRE.org. You can join the conversation online at ReprogramYourHealthRadio.com, and we would love to hear from you. Our engineer is Emmeline Kaiser. Our theme music is Northern Lights by Ryan Farish. Additional music, Best Day of My Life by American Authors.